We gotta work on that. I gotta figure it out. <laughs> I'm flat. Was, that, was, that was a creepy version. I'm flat. <laughs> <laughs> now, seriously, all I can have in my head right now is true confessions to the tune of Sister Sister. I don't even remember what true I originally. Confessions. <laughs> True <laughs> confessions. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hello. You're listening to the Chug and Chat. We are your hosts, Mo and Liz. And we. All right, wait, trying... wait, wait, wait. Oh wait, that was that was not like Delilah enough from either of us. That was and too. Liz. <laughs> Thank you, and Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, my oh goodness. man. Um, okay. So what's happening here, everyone, <laughs> is that we are um, we're trying out a new thing for our second season. So we're going to have some really amazing interviews, and um, we are also going to be doing a section called True Confessions, where we pick these different things um, to talk to each other about, and we can we're going to confess how we really feel about things. True confessions. Oh, see, yeah, I can't so even that's remember. I so can't we, we can't. But we're trying to find a song for it, everyone, and we can't not sing the Sister Sister song or the Delilah Radio song. So I'm sorry to like who like that's probably a major copyright violation somewhere. So ignore that. We're gonna come up with a better one, but for now, that's that's what we're doing. Yeah, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. It's really just supposed to evoke the same kind of emotions yeah. as Delilah and Sister Sister. Yeah, you're so. supposed to, which is like weird. Those it's those a strange two. combo. <laughs> um, you so pop a bottle of champagne. Get in that bath and and listen to us. <laughs> or whatever. Or don't. I mean, that's fine if you don't want to. That's or fine. if you're Meg Ryan, you know, like fall in love and meet at the top oh. of the Empire State Building. Oh, I love that Delilah. movie. You know, every couple of years, like, I have this, like, chick flick moment where... I watched Sleepless in Seattle, When Harry Met Sally, I guess mm-hmm. like just basically any chick flick that has Meg Ryan in it, which is sort of odd. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Still the best moment. I lo- And the best in, in When Harry Met Sally is when she's crying and she's like, I'm going to be 40. And he's like, in eight years. <laughs> I love that. I really do love that movie. Okay, anyway, too. both of those movies. Yeah. You've got mail. Mm. Uh, I was just going to say that exact same thing. Like if you, I, mm. but then I, then I almost didn't because I didn't want you to be like, you've got mail is my favorite. And I'm like, you've got <laughs> mail sucks. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like trying to be the same exact movie, except they're older and y- yeah, which is yeah. like fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine to be older, but that, that part is no. Speaking of old, it's mother's day. Mother's day. <laughs> happy mother's day to everyone who is a mom or who is like who cares for people like a mom yeah happy mother's day on true confessions it's delilah god damn it i love that we're gonna find it we're gonna get there we're gonna get it like let me just next time i'll have my keyboard prepared yes i have a full-sized keyboard and i'll just start busting out some tunes and then there will be no copyright violation. Yes. Oh, you have. Oh, you know what we could do. Okay, so we we got to interview Laurel Butler, who's like Queen of Queens. I've known her for a really long time. I wonder if she would write something for us. Oh, I'm gonna. Put, I'm just putting that out into the universe and see if like Cassandra would sing True Confessions for us. That would be so amazing. Um, for those of you who do not know what I'm talking about, listen to Google Cassandra the Band because they are amazing. 
and start listening to them to prepare for the interview um, with Laurel. We talk about art and the correctional, um, the correction, uh, art and correctional institutions. Jeez, that's hard. It's and, Sunday um, morning. It's Sunday morning. It is. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> God dang it. That was definitely sister, sister again. You know, okay. Anytime, any, anytime anyone says good morning to me, though, I do think of the song. Is it from Singing in the Rain where it's like, good morning. Yeah, good, good morning. morning. Yeah. Like, we I bet you people didn't know you were in for a concert. Yeah. It's because I had this epic bath this morning, you guys, and had like all kinds of like essential oils, and I was listening to techno and just, you know, thinking about all the stories I wanted to share about my mom. Yeah. So share your stories. Let's talk about moms, and then um, then we'll tell everybody a little bit more about our season, which is airing on. It's starting on June first. Um, So we hope you come back in a couple of weeks to start listening to all of the fun stuff that we are doing. Oh, my God. I seriously am just so excited that we're going to have interviews and then we also still get to be silly and have these true confession moments where we can be real and not completely embarrass ourselves in front of our amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Totally. It's just it's going to be a great combo. Um, Okay, so I, I like have a million stories about my mom, of course, but. There are a couple that just came to mind as I was dancing in the bathtub this morning. Um, One of my favorites of all time is sometimes, of course, she would take me to the drive-thru, like McDonald's or whatever, like as a special treat and, you know, like after like basketball practice or something like that. And I'll never forget the one time that she went to the drive-thru by our house and proceeded to pay, you know, it was like at the time when drive throughs were like definitely two windows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. you had to drive to the first window and pay, and then you'd go to the second window and get your food. Like that was always the way it was. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. There was really like, the scene I'm setting here is there's really no confusion to be had in the scenario. <laughs> like number one, you pay. Number two, you grab your food. My mom paid and then drove away, like just drove off. My like, mom has done that so many times. Oh my God. I'll, well, this is why I'll never forget it because like we both don't even realize for like a block. And then I'm like, <laughs> wait a second, like did you pay and just like not get the food? And she just like doubled over with laughter because the idea of basically like going to McDonald's and giving them a donation, like just like made her laugh <laughs> so hard. You know, I mean, it was just so ridiculous. So then we had to drive around the block and go to pick up our food. And the whole staff, like, I'll never forget it. I'm sure I'm blowing this out of proportion. But the memory I have in my head is that, like, the whole staff of McDonald's is laughing at us as we, like, you know, in this, like, joyous, hilarious way. But just, like, oh, ha, 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 like, this family forgot all of their food. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, my mom was so embarrassed. And anyway, I'm pleased that your mom has also done this. So my mom will feel like she's not alone. My mom was not, did not think it was so funny because she she was like damn it michelle focus like i feel like she felt like she was not killing it that day when she would do that i'm sure my mom also felt that she was not killing it but fortunately she i guess just in that moment just found it so funny that she just i mean i will say that is one excellent thing about my mom she really knows she sure knows how to laugh at herself and other people which (laughs) i'm sure is where i get my incredibly sarcastic sense of humor yeah, but it was just one of my favorite moments. I'm sure she'll be really happy that that's the first story I shared. <laughs> <laughs> it just was so damn funny. 
Oh my god. Okay. Do you want to share one? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have I have a couple of favorites, and these to my mom are gonna sound like so over repeated, you know, like because we talk about these stories all the time. Yeah. But when um when oh there's two really good ones. Which one's better? Okay, well, I'm gonna tell we'll the one that go makes me we'll look really bad. There's one that makes me look really bad, and I it, I was bad. So I was a freshman <laughs> in high school, and I was stealing like booze. I was stealing like Kahlua from Ooh, her, which was Kahlua. like yeah, Kahlua, ha ha. <laughs> but <laughs> Kahlua, but like <laughs> oh man, it's been too long since we've recorded together. That's what's yeah, happening. Obviously. This is all like bubbling into one thing. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But I would, like, and I, like, thought she didn't know. And she knew, like, way before she, like, made me know she knew. Um, But I think she knew that it was, like, (laughs) relatively harmless at the time. So, anyway, I couldn't find my chorus dress. And I was looking for my chorus dress so that I could have a chorus concert um, the following night. And I was all freaked out. Because usually, like, how it worked is you wear your chorus dress and then you take it off and you crumple it and you put it into some spot. And then you need, you, like, don't look for it until 15 minutes before you need it. So and, many times that's also happened to me. <laughs> yes, yes. So and funny. so I'm like freaking out and I'm looking for it. And I had all of the these like all of this booze and like um <laughs> I used to keep like little empty shampoo bottles to put it in so oh, that girl. she would never I could like put it like <laughs> I, yeah, like I don't know what I was thinking. I never actually did any of that. Like I never actually like put it in those bottles. But anyway, that was that was the thought process here. I'm telling you, this makes me look really bad. I love um, it. So my mom um, is helping me look for my chorus dress because I'm like, damn it, mom, like I can't find it. And she's like looking everywhere and she goes to look in my closet. And I was like, don't go in there. And she was like, what? Why? And I was like, just don't. Okay, just don't go in there. It's my room. Just don't go in there. Right. And she I don't was have like, to give a reason. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, well, now I'm absolutely going in there. And I probably would have looked in there and not even seen anything. But now I'm going to go through all of your stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. So she starts going through everything and, and like, getting in the closet. And I'm, like, I put my body against the closet door. And I'm, like, you will not get in here. You didn't. Yeah. And my mom, like, she made eye contact with me. And, like, with the strength of Thor, like, picked me up and just (laughs) chucked me onto my bed. And I was, like, oh, oh. Which, like, it was not. She did not hurt me. Like, I was fine. (laughs) And, And she was, like, this is my house. I will go into any room I want to go into. And I just looked yeah, at her mom. and I was like, damn straight. I know. And like, it was so terrifying. But now looking back on that, it's like, damn right, mom. Good job. Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. It's like that. You definitely should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that like that struck fear into the heart of me. And like, I so never funny. did that shit again, ever. I really never did that again. Anytime I ever drank from that time on, I would call her and be like, I drank. Like, I would just tell her immediately. My mom, like, totally found, like, a million trillion empty bottles and beer cans. So I have one of these, like, twin beds that had drawers underneath, like, built in underneath them. Uh So I would just put all the empty bottles and stuff behind the drawers, which meant there was this just, like, ridiculous... And my friends as well who would come over. So it's like I had this ridiculous collection underneath my bed that she didn't find until like senior year or something when we were cleaning out my room and she's like so smart well she, no but she was like have you been drinking in here by yourself <laughs> oh like is all of this you yeah and it was like years of like friends coming over i was like oh my god no <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, still terrible, but I was like, oh, no, no. She's like, I hope she's not picturing me just, like, laying in bed alone, like, hitting the bottle hard by myself. Like, 16 with all of your problems, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, one of my favorite, favorite memories of my mamala, can I share? Yeah. Are you done? Are you done? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's my first one. It's, that's the one that's that makes me one. look terrible. Yes. It's hilarious. I mean, I have, I like actually think we should invite our moms. I sh- I'll probably regret saying this, but maybe we should invite our moms at some point to revisit this and they can share their stories about <laughs> what it's oh, like to yeah. be a mom like with us because I did some pretty miserable things and just to hear it from a mom's perspective is probably funnier even than ours. So yeah, yeah. since we're going to share our stories, like feel free to hit us back. <laughs> right. With some stories of your My own. My mom will release, like, a statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. My mom, too, probably. Um, just kidding. But maybe she'd come on. So one of my favorites ever, this is just like a silly heartwarming one, but I do remember that at my grade school, you could volunteer to come in and like read a bunch of books and then give summaries to the kids so that they can pick books for book reports. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you got to make the book sound appealing to a bunch of kids. And I just always remember that like my mom gave the best summaries and got everyone excited and everyone said so and would like fight over all of these books that she like gave summaries on and it was like the coolest feeling in the world that my mom came in and I was like my mom is a genius because she actually reads the books and all you other idiots who are volunteering don't even know what you're talking about so (laughs) your mom reads the cliff notes yeah I was like did your mom even read the book (laughs) 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 <laughs> and Sally's like, probably not, <laughs> like, yeah, or whoever. Yeah, like that, yeah. the other kid's like, no. Let's just keep it to Sally since my grade school is pretty small. <laughs> yeah. <But> I, <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was great. That's like a really oh, fond that. memory that I have. And it also made me like really excited about reading and I still read all the time. So thanks, mom and, and dad. I mean, they both read to me. But since it's Mother's Day, thanks thanks for your part, mom. <laughs> my mom too. My mom used to pay me a penny a page. To read. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and and then one time I came Mom, to her and I was hell? like, Where was I need $3. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't remember this. I don't remember that story. But my, the way my mom, that would be one that would be really fun for her to tell. Because oh the God, way she tells yes. it. When I came and I was like, your total comes to. Like, I had been, like, tallying it. Um, my awesome. So my second favorite one is when my mom took me to Disneyland. I was, I was like, seven or eight. Um, and I was so excited and we took my grandma and my grandma had just had a heart attack. And of course she had, we didn't book the trip on purpose that we had booked the trip already. And we were wondering, you know, she was still recovering and not feeling well. And, but she really, really wanted to come. And so I was so excited and we trapped, we like got in to, um, LA, like on, on, I guess it was like sometime early in the morning. And we were going to go straight to Disneyland. So we dropped our stuff off at the hotel. And my mom was like, you know, talking to her mom, she was like, Mom, you know, do you, do you want to come? Are you sure you want to come? And um, she's like, yes, yes, of course I want to come. Well, when we got there, she wasn't well. Like, she just wasn't having a good time. She was too hot. She wasn't feeling well. And she was like, well, um, I will, I'll just get back on the shuttle and take it back to the, to the hotel. And my mom like looks at her and is like, no, because she just had this vision of her like getting on the shuttle and then just like never getting off. Oh, like just yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. needed somebody to, and she was not feeling well. She needed somebody to help oh, her get back to the hotel. Right. So my mom had to tell me 
after we like had only ridden one ride that we had to go. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't understand that we were going to come back. So I was just like, (laughs) like sobbing and my mom's with her mom. And just like, I can just imagine her on the shuttle being like, oh my God, kill me. Like, this is the worst (laughs) trip ever. But so embarrassing. (laughs) I know. And so we dropped my grandma off and then my mom took me back and we stayed till the park closed and watched the fireworks and like bought the little Mickey Mouse hats. And it was like the best day ever. Like I'll remember that forever and ever and ever. And it was just really cool that like, even though it was very stressful to even get us there, I'm sure that, you know, my mom stayed until the very last moment with me and then did it again for two more days. Like just, it was all about me. And it was superhero status. Yeah. Especially if she's worrying about, you know, your grandmother at the same time. That's a lot to be worrying about. Well, and (laughs) being older now, thinking about that, like, she probably, it was also probably really sad for her, right? Because her mom couldn't do it. Like, she just couldn't do it. And so if I put myself in those shoes and think about, you know, if I brought my mom to Disneyland and she just couldn't do it, like, I would be really emotional. and It would be really hard for me to, like, maintain such an amazing experience for my child but she did and so that was yeah it was like warrior woman she's always been a warrior woman man she like gets up on her own roof and is like think the air conditioner's out and it's like get down from there (laughs) (laughs) she's just always been that amazing too (laughs) yeah she's a badass she's total badass oh my god warrior women ultimate nurturers like one thing that i will never forget although it happened very recently So my mom has, like, always been a nurturer with food. Like, I think my grandmother is an an amazing cook and, like, really just always just made us feel, like, welcome and had these great feasts all of the time. I just, and we both, both my mom and I remember my grandmother just, like, standing in the kitchen, like, never sitting down, like, preparing this and doing this and, like, talking a bunch and just laughing a lot and just being amazing. So my mom's always sort of, like, had this, ability to create community around like holidays and meals and stuff like that and I'll never forget this like one of my best friends from undergrad got married um last summer Mm -hmm. and to a wonderful man who we also went to college with and she'd been with for eight years and actually was already married to but this was like the full on like you know friends and family celebration And my mom, like, is so funny because she's like, I don't want to put any pressure, but, like, does anybody have any plans for brunch the day after the wedding? Like, and I was like, Mom, like, I don't want to put any pressure on Katie. I have no idea, like, what their plans are. And she's like, "Sure, I'm just going to get, like, a ton of brunch food, like, just in case. And I'm like, Mom, I don't know if you should do that. You know, like, I, I don't want you to, like, waste a bunch of food, like, if people don't if people have plans or if they want to go out, like, you know, right. Obviously it's common to like have brunch now, like before people leave town and all that stuff. And (laughs) she ended up, of course, everyone ended up at my parents' house, like in our backyard on the back porch. I mean, Niels and like his entire like slew of German friends, like came over with backpacks filled with beer and like good spirits. Like basically every young person that was at that wedding ended up at my parents house the following morning Aww. and my mom cooked everybody brunch like everyone that sounds for, like so my best magical. friend's wedding <laughs> that is so cool like, i mean it's like the most amazing thing ever and then people stayed like all day you know <laughs> and all night so like i mean that was pretty amazing <laughs> and for her it was just like well yeah that's what i do like i think that's what's so amazing about having 
an amazing experience with your mom is that, you know, you, as we get older, like they do things like that. And for them, you realize that for them, they seem small. Like for them, they're like, well, yeah, like, why wouldn't I cook brunch for everybody? Or do you know what right, I mean? Like, of course. Like, yeah. I see you for longer. Right. Like, like yeah, of course, exactly. I love having your friends or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. But then when we look at it, we're like, no, no, no. That took also, like, a lot of time and money, mom. You know, like, yeah, and a lot of work and you were very tired. And that was one thing. My mom um, has always worked, like, 40 million jobs. It's not like that. But I feel she's always had a lot of things going on. So she's always worked for herself. She's been self, or not always, but she's been self-employed um, in, in as long as I can remember. And so she's always had a zillion different projects going. She's always super busy, but there was never a single play that I did. And that was a lot. I did a lot of them or a chorus concert that I did, or even later when I was in my twenties, a burlesque show that I did that she didn't come to. Wow. There was only one burlesque show that she didn't come to. And it was because it was literally in a blizzard. (laughs) <laughs> and I only could make it to the show because I could walk to the venue for my apartment. And then everybody spent the night at my apartment. So, amazing. yeah. And she, like, called and was like, well, I, I, I'm going to try to get down there. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. Like, it's crazy. She lives in the mountains. Yeah, and, there, you know, she lived in the mountains at the time. And I was like, no way. Um, but it always, it's, stri- it's just crazy to me. because she, And she would come to stuff, like, three times. It wasn't like she was always there opening night. Like she was there opening night. She was there closing night. And we had a party for the cast every time, every (laughs) single time. I totally relate to that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And it was just amazing. And it was amazing. And as a kid to look like I never had to do, and you see it in those movies where they're like trying to illustrate that somebody's being like a bad parent or whatever. I never had to like look out and see that empty seat or like, yeah, look out and be like, and like wonder what. And then she, I mean, she would have, like, something to say about it. She'd be like, oh, you know, this was different tonight. I liked that. Or, like, she really watched. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, like, I'm getting, like, misty thinking about it. It probably still does in your life. Of course. And that's, like, I mean, this is, we can share more stories, but, like, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, whether I want to have kids or not. And not that I'm making some big announcement that I've decided (laughs) for this (laughs) true confessions. But, you know, I mean, I've, I've been thinking a lot about the fact that, naturally there are some things you're going to want to do as a parent that are like the opposite of what your parents did. Right. Cause no, like, sure. oh, well, I want to do this and I want to give them that experience. But if I like really think down to like values and like how my mom, how both of my parents, but again, this is a mother's day tribute, but how my mom raised me, like I actually really, I think would aspire to be a mom like her, you know, someone who really just like so deeply cares and is constantly like, you know, searching herself to have more insight and be better. And I mean, just like constantly like doing things for other people and for me and putting them before herself and just like being of service to others and building community for others. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I actually want to be, if I'm a parent, I would like to be like my mom. Me too. I want to be a, like, and this is going to sound really stupid, but this podcast is what <laughs> is like, but you know, I like, I would like to be my mom, but I would like to be my, my mom in the current years. Like I would like to be a present version of my mom well, sure. because you know, I like, good. It's, yeah, like modern. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean the, the same sort of ideals and stuff like, but like my mom always, um, you know, has been extremely open and talking about everything with me and stuff like that and but but I think views have just changed a lot you know like I, I think above all I want to be the mom who doesn't 
like assume that they know who their child is like i you know what i mean i i want to be i want to be the mom that gives that child the space to be whoever they they want and need to be and that was something that my mom did for me definitely but but like i was put in pink as a kid which i you know coincidentally i very much love but you know it like i love pink too yeah like when i look at like what you know what how i was raised to be i was raised very feminine i was raised to be very feminine and it worked for me because i am but if i was not it might not have worked for me yeah yeah that's fair you know i get that but i do really also relate to the just like you know, wanting to give your kid the space and the confidence to be who they are. Like, yeah. I do feel like my mom gave that for, to me, you know? I mean, she really... I, I know that she sometimes probably second guesses herself, like, on whether, like, all of the risks that I ended up taking were good, but she mm-hmm. really taught me to have confidence and take risks and basically, like, not take anyone's bullshit. And, yeah, sometimes that meant that I got hurt, but it also means, like, I've done some really cool shit. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely, like, thank her for that, like, and I would love to be that kind of mom as well. I think, I think my mom had so much um, stress and things on her plate sometimes that I worried about her. And that was never, ever, ever her intention, right? Like, there was never any, she never wanted me to do that and never gave me a reason to do that. So it's hard for me to know whether or not that was a her thing or a me thing, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I want to try really hard to not do that. And I think she tried really hard to not do that too. Um, but we've had, I mean, like, especially recently, now that I am older and talking about becoming a mother myself, we've talked a lot about like how her, you know, anxieties about certain things kind of rubbed off on me a little bit. And I hope that, and I have anxieties about everything. I'm a very anxious person. And I I hope my biggest hope and the standard that I want to hold myself to as a mother is is the standard that she held herself to, right? Like, let's try really hard not to pass any of that on. Like, let's try really hard not to not to pass on any anxieties that that like a child doesn't need to have, you know? Oh, well, I totally agree, but it's also, like, good luck. Like, some of that is no, for like, sure. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, like, all you of know. it is gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's certainly like as much as I can as much as I totally can blame my mom for all of my like unpreferred behaviors. Like I can also <laughs> blame her in a good way for all of my good ones as well. Me too. This is sort of how you know, I guess. And that's sort of a, probably just like what being a parent is about. And But I totally am an anxious soul as well. And I have the same fear. Like, I don't want to pass on like all of my like neurotic behaviors to my poor child because it's painful. I know. But and, but I'm sure, like, exactly what you're saying, like, every parent has the, or hopefully every parent, and definitely our moms, like, want the best for their kids and are going to do everything possible to, like, make sure they're not in pain. <laughs> in yeah, way, and make sure know. that they're not the cause of that pain, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, so. I mean, it's really interesting thinking about becoming a, I mean, because we are obviously in the, like, pre-family plan, I mean, I guess we're, like, technically in the fam- family planning stage, right? Because we have a timeline on, you know, when we want to start trying to have kids. And and hopefully that's, you know, at the end of this year. And hopefully baby bourbon will be coming at you sometime in 2018 or 2019. (laughs) And um, it's a really interesting thing 
starting to like we're, we're doing a lot of like nesting in our house right now and like getting it to where we want it to be and like we're starting to do some small things that are it like to our like the first building blocks right to um to being able to start this and when you think about like what kind of parent you want to be it's terrifying yeah it's like <laughs> I mean I'm what not if there you, at all and I was telling Stu I was like what if we get a lemon what if we get a lemon baby because sometimes people just sometimes people are born bad people you're not going to get a lemon. I know, but it's not scary to think about that you could get a lemon, that somebody out there got I'm a sure. lemon. I mean, there's a whole slew of scary things to think about in contemplating having a child. I know. Like, I hope that, like, my child doesn't get, like, doesn't Google, like, white supremacy and go crazy town. You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it, the, the world that we live in right now, it's so easy for you, it, for some, things like that to be ha- happening under your, under your nose and you don't even know as a parent. And that was something I think that, like, I really want to take from my mom. I really think my mom knew what was going on with me. And I really felt like I could talk to her about what was going on with me. Like, I could, even if I wasn't telling her exactly what it was, yeah. I always knew that, like, if it ever got really bad, you know, like, high school bad, yeah, that I had, I had, there was somebody in my corner. Right. It's like, you could always go to her. I felt the same way, for sure. For sure. For sure, for sure. I definitely did not tell them everything, but... Oh, no. No. <laughs> and that's also healthy, too, right? Like, we learned... Oh, God. I'm how... sure they didn't want to know everything. <laughs> well, no. My mom definitely did not want to know everything. I mean, she did. Like, she wanted to know, but she didn't want to know. Yeah, yes and no. Can I tell, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, can I tell one more story? Can I tell of course! Okay, so my mom... Like, did give me a fair amount of freedom in high school, but, like, of course still gave me a curfew, even though it wasn't, like, a ridiculous curfew. But for, like, the first three years of high school, she would wait up for me. So, like, I always knew. I wouldn't get, like, some crazy punishment if I was a little bit late or if I, like, communicated I was going to be late for whatever reason, but she Uh would wait up for me. Finally, by senior year, she was, like, so comfortable, obviously, with me, like, going out and being, like, relatively responsible that, like, she started, like, still trying to stay up, but just, like, falling asleep. Like, it went in a slow progression. Like, first, like, I would find her, like, asleep on the couch, like, every single time. And I'd be like, come on, mom. Like, you know. Then she's finally like, okay, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going to go to sleep, but you have to wake me up when you get home. And I'm like, okay. So, like, <laughs> I would go into her bedroom. Like, one night I went into her bedroom and she's, like, dead passed out. And I'm seriously like, mom! I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like shouting, you know, like, mom, like, you know, sh- nothing short of, like, basically shaking her to t- <laughs> tell her that I'm home and safe. So, like, you know, she basically, like, races into my room three hours later in the middle of the night to, like, check on me and make sure that I'm there and and she does this several times like she's like so passed out she doesn't hear me this becomes like this pattern so finally one night I decided to like leave a post-it on her face (laughs) like I'm such a fucking teenage asshole like I left a post-it note on her forehead I'm home mom yeah it was like I'm home like couldn't wake you like don't come in my room and wake me up (laughs) because I would (laughs) I would get so cranky, like, teenager status, like, just being, like, if she comes in, you know, I'd lock my door. Like, oh, she yeah. Better not, she better not wake me up at 4 a.m. because I went in and woke her up when I got home. <laughs> <It was> so, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like we should almost end on that, but I just, like, <laughs> I had to, like, 
share that story because I still laugh about the fact that I was a jerk enough of a daughter that I put a post-it on my own mother's face. I love that. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> I have one more to tell about my oh, mom, yes, too. It's my yes. favorite one. So yes. when I was in eighth grade, um, my mom, we had a Halloween party. And this party, for anybody, I don't even know if anybody listens to this podcast that knew me in high school, but um, whoever, if, whoever was at this party still remembers this party. It was really fun. So my mom's in video production, and she had, um, she set up a camera at the front entrance, like at the um, entrance of our house, and we had cleared out our whole living room so that it was a big dance party. So we had like crazy lights and stuff and she set up a camera and then projected it on the wall. So every time the doorbell rang, you could look on the wall at the da- on the dance floor and see who was coming in. <laughs> and it was like, it was wow. like 90 spectacular. Like it was so cool. And um, we that had a smoke so cool. machine and one of my friends, she invited the entire class. So everybody was there. It was like all the like cool popular kids, but also like the kids who were my friends who were like the nerdy tiny kids. We were all... <laughs> You know, we were all hanging out and having a great time. And my mom dressed up. So she wore one of those amazing witch hats that has the hair attached to it. Oh, God. And then she wore orange and black striped tights and, like, a mini skirt and a black top. And she looked amazing. Like, she looked really great in it. And people would, like, she would let me get the door. And people would come in and, um, and they'd be like, you know, parents wanted to meet the parents that were there. So I would, <laughs> I would come up and I'd be, I'd be like, this is my mom. And like the moms were. And they're all um, like, damn. Well, but yeah, I mean, kind of like, and the moms were like, um, and my mom was like, hi, I am actually the parent. I just thought it was funny to dress up. And then they all, of course, loved her and were like, okay, great. We'll be back at whatever time, probably like nine to get our kids and um so and then my mom's friend came um renee and i love renee she's just an amazing person she's at my wedding she's just great and she um she was in like jeans and a t-shirt and she got there and looked at my mom and was like what like i totally would have dressed up or like what you know or i actually don't know if renee is like a dressing up for halloween kind of person but she uh um so people always thought that she was the mom so they'd come in and be like hi i'm so-and-so's mom my mom will be like oh hey i'm the mom and it just yeah we were just always cra- we cracked up about that forever and it was just That's the coolest so amazing it was just great it was cool <laughs> she was a great she was an incredible hostess for that party and just always like we always had parties we always yeah, had like it sounds like people were so comfortable there and had yeah fun and like yeah that, there's like nothing better to have that when you're like an awkward teenager you know totally what I mean? <laughs> totally and like the kid who we carpooled with was like really uncomfortable and he like he was just real shy he was in, you know in eighth grade he was like 12 and so my mom had him run the smoke machine the whole night and he like totally killed it. And everybody like the next day was like talking about <laughs> how awesome it was, but it like really gave him a place to hang. Like it yeah. was just cool. She was, it was, that was my, that's like my, my all time favorite memory of her is that party. I love that. That's a, okay. I love that. That's a great place to end. Right. Should we, should we talk <laughs> a little bit perfect. more about what we're doing for our next season? Oh, yeah. and, and then I, and then I want to sing again on to exit. The- <laughs> oh yeah. Uh huh. our next season (laughs) (laughs) season two oh that sounded a little like disney-esque like a little moana or like i want to listen to to season two of chug and chat (laughs) i want to hear all the amazing interviews oh my god oh we're gonna get sued by disney sorry disney (laughs) 
Sorry, Actually, not sorry, because we also said you had the most magical time there. So free marketing. That's true. Super true. So I can we can sing whatever. Plus, we change the words, so we can. That's sing true. It's we not. Want. It's not exactly the same. So <laughs> it's like it's like that interview with um with Vanilla Ice and for with for um, Queens <laughs> under pressure. He's like, no, see, theirs goes dun 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 dun, and ours goes. It's like no, it's it's the exact same. Like you just actually made it worse, vanillaized. Oh my god, so true, so true. <laughs> All right, so what is coming up in our second season? Um, so we have some really incredible interviews. I'm super excited um, to to share it all with you. I've gotten to reach out to some of the people that I know in the arts community um, and just talk about how fucking bomb they are and all the work that they're doing and what their roles are in the resistance and it's just been it's been really cool to like that's been my favorite part so far of doing these interviews is reaching out to people who like I've known for a really long time but I haven't been like been really like given myself the space to sit down and just learn about what they're doing right now I don't know if you're feeling the same way like it's just a really cool experience we know a lot of people doing some amazing things and to top it off it's like our friends, but then we're also getting just such great response from local activist organizations too, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Yeah, That's yeah. Um, so one of our episodes will be Don't Shoot PDX, which is um, a racial justice organization in um, in Portland, which I'm really, I'm so, 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 so excited for that interview, for you guys to hear that interview. Um, and we are like super awesome one that I'm really excited about. We get to talk to Sarah McBride, who is the National Press Secretary for the Human Rights Campaign. Um, yes. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And we're, we're uh, going to talk to her about um, the like horrible epidemic of trans people of color being murdered and mainstream news just not covering it. Um, so that's, that's going to be a really awesome interview too. I'm just, we're just, we're so excited. There's so many cool things happening. You guys. We're so excited. And apparently our true confessions mini sods are also just going to include teeny little bitty spoiler alerts for our season. Cause we can't help it. It's true confessions. Yeah. It, true it's true confessions. confessions. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll da, find da, da, it. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep working on that, you guys. (laughs) So our second season, the first episode airs on June 1st. And then um, they will, what did we decide? Are we going to do? Isn't it June 2nd? Oh, it's June 2nd. I'm sorry. It is. It's Fat Friday, right? Friday. Friday. Yeah, so So, Fridays we're going to do our episodes with interviews and special guests for you guys. And then on Tuesdays we'll release our mini-sodes, True Confessions. How whatever song we decide for that bullshits. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, the, we'll, we promise that it'll be way better than what we've been doing, or maybe it won't be because these are pretty great. I kind of like it being like you know like purposefully out of tune and like weird yeah. and creepy, but like my maybe mood we'll will, just my mood will a, probably change. <laughs> we should maybe just pick a different song to sing true confessions to each time. Like I see your true confessions. I don't know. What, which, which song is that? That's True Colors. <laughs> oh, God dang it. Don't be afraid. Did you, you know. know that I rolled out a program called True Colors this year at work and all they oh my do God, is, no. is, is sing that dang song? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Sorry. Sorry. It's cool. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Anyway, no, but I'd like, anyway. I am sorry that you have to hear it because... I thought it was great. And don't even worry about it. 
Okay. Great. Okay. Thanks. Great. Thanks. Thank you. I love you, mom. I love you. I love you, mom. I love all of you, moms. Oh my god. Thank you all for being moms. And just think, next Mother's Day, you might be a mom. Oh my god. That's crazy. I know. I might have a bun in this oven. That was gross. I'm sorry. That was really gross. We gotta go now. We gotta go. Okay. It's getting weird. It's time. Bye. Bye.